it's your girl, Brittany, and welcome to the Anchor Playlist, where we encourage, strengthen, and challenge believers to be anchored in the Lord through a playlist of biblical lessons. And today, we're tapping into the power of perspective. And this is so important because our perspective will make our mental load lighter. The proper perspective will bless you. The proper perspective will help you realize that you can make it. And specifically, we're talking about our perspective and affliction. And your perspective is just your point of view. It's your mindset. It's what you think about the situation that you're in right now. And affliction is just something that causes pain or suffering. And I'm focusing on our point of view and affliction because our minds tend to change when we're under the fire. We seem to forget the promises of God when we're afflicted because all we see is how much things hurt. All we see is how much things are not working out for us. And consequently, the promises of God sound good and sweet and smooth when we're outside of affliction. But when we hit rough patches, we automatically assume that that's not a part of the promise or that things have went south. We start thinking that the promises are only applicable to us in certain circumstances. We're going to read from Psalms 119 today because it's all about affliction, persecution, being slandered, taunted, everything that you can think of. But even in the midst of this storm, the focus that I'm going to highlight today is his perspective. We don't know the author of Psalm 119, but it's obvious that he used the word of God and the promises of God to sustain them. And that's something we can learn. He kept his eyes on God to sustain him, which means that he depended on the Lord to strengthen or to support him mentally or physically. Have you ever needed the Lord to support you mentally? when you thought you was going to lose your mind or physically when you were ill in your body or when you were weak and didn't have the strength to go to go on another day. He also used the word of God to preserve him and to preserve means to maintain something in its original or existing state. He needed the word of God so that he wouldn't wither away. And we need the word of God so we won't wither away too because life is always hitting us. Life is always happening. If you're in the midst of affliction right now, it won't be your last season. You'll experience it again. But if you have the proper perspective, you can make it. So we're going to read Psalm 119. And I'm going to do this lesson a little bit differently. I'm going to read quite a few scriptures, but I'm going to come back um, and highlight some points. So it says in verse 49, remember your word to your servant. For you have given me hope. My comfort and sufferings is this. Your promise preserves my life. The arrogant mock me unmercifully, but I do not turn from your law. I remember, Lord, your ancient laws, and I find comfort in them. Indignation grips me because of the wicked who have forsaken your laws. Your decrees are the theme of my song wherever I go. In the night, Lord, I remember your name, that I may keep your law. This has been my practice. I obey your precepts. So even in the midst of affliction, even in the midst of trials and tribulation, he has not forgotten the word of God. He has not forgotten the commands that have been commissioned to him as a follower of the Lord. When we are in the midst of affliction, we tend to derail from the commission because we don't feel like it. Because things are outside of our control. Because life is hitting us from every side because we're crushed on every side. 
But even in the midst of that, we cannot turn from his laws. He said that his decrees were the theme of his song wherever he went. That was the theme of his heart, following the Lord and obeying his commands and being anchored in his presence, being anchored in his will was the theme of his heart wherever he went. We have to have that same mindset. No matter where we go, we should be willing and ready and excited to obey the word of God. The will of God will never change just because a season is hard. The will of God will never change to fit your circumstances. Then it says in verse 57, you are my portion, Lord. I have promised to obey your words. I have sought your face with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I have considered my ways and I have turned my steps to your statues. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. Though the wicked bind me with ropes, I will not forget your law. At midnight, I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. I am a friend to all who fear you, to all to, who follow your precepts. The earth is filled with your love, Lord. Teach me your decrees. So again, we see him in the midst of affliction. But what is his heart posture? To follow his own will? To follow the plans that he has in his heart? Or to follow the will of God? We can't let our perspective change just because we're in an, an unfavorable situation. We can't let our situation dictate how we live for God. Because if we do, we're always going to be unwavering. We're always going to be lukewarm. We're always going to be hot and cold. But that's not the will of God for us. Because our circumstances may change, but the promises of God never will. The promises of God are a fact. They're consistent. They're never changing. So if he said he's going to work it out for you, tell yourself in your mind that it's going to work out. Just because you're in the midst of affliction, know and believe in your mind that his word is true and it's never going to change. And that this circumstance did not catch God by surprise. He knew you would be there and he'll hold your hand until you get through it. Then it says in verse 65, do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. So he's holding God accountable for his word. He's holding God accountable for the promises that he has told him. And not accountable as in that God needs someone to remind him. But just claiming the promises of God. Standing on his word. That goes back to praying his word back to him. Then he says, teach me knowledge and good judgment for I trust your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. And that's powerful because sometimes God has to use affliction to get our attention. Because we're caught up in the ways of the world or even our own desires. He was trying to get our attention before, but we ignored him. We were so caught up. But when we are afflicted, we get a little bit low and we are a little more willing to listen because we don't want to be in that anymore. So that's why he has to use affliction to catch our attention because that that's the last resort that we gave him. Then it says in verse 68, you are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I kept your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your word. It was good for me to be afflicted that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than 
thousands of pieces of silver and gold. This is one of my favorite scriptures, especially verse 71 that says, It was good for me to be afflicted so that I may learn your decrees. In an affliction, we should always learn something because every area of our life, every season, every moment is purposeful. Every moment what God is a teachable lesson, but we have to be willing to learn. If you're in the midst of affliction right now, God can be teaching you something. So you should ask him, Lord, what are you trying to teach me in this season? Show me, Lord, open my eyes of understanding that I may see your work, God, that I may understand Open my eyes to understanding that I may be aware to what you're trying to teach me in this season. Don't just go through the season, the season of affliction woefully. Continue to stay close to him. Continue to know that even in affliction, even in the valley of the shadow of death, God is with you. He's walking with you. He's holding your hand. It's purposeful. Nothing that we do in the Lord is in vain. So we have to make sure that we are always abounding in his work, no matter what's going on, no matter what our circumstances are. Then he says in verse 73, your hands made me inform me. Give me understanding to learn your commands. May those who fear you rejoice when they see me, for I have put hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you afflicted me. May your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promises to your servant. I think it's powerful that he said your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Did you know that even when God puts you in seasons of affliction, that's him being faithful to you? Sometimes we have to go to the fire so that we can be cleansed. That's him being faithful to you. So when you go to the next season, you'll be prepared. For our momentary and light troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So that just means that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. So while God is being faithful in affliction to you right now, continue to believe in his word. Continue to let his unfailing love be your comfort. Then it says in verse 77, let your compassion come to me that I may live for your law is my delight. May the arrogant be put to shame for wrongdoing me without cause, but I will meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you turn to me, those who understand your statutes, that I may wholeheartedly follow your decrees, that I may not be put to shame. So again, he's not worried about those who are persecuting him for no reason he keeps it moving sometimes we get caught up on what people are doing to us or how things are unfavorable and we sit there and we miss the lesson but we have to keep going because our heart posture should be to continue to follow God our heart posture should be to continue to do his will we should want to wholeheartedly follow his decrees so that we will not be put to shame so that we can be faithful to the call on our life. Then it says in verse 81, my soul faints with longing for your salvation, which means that he's longing for God to save and to to deliver him. But I have put my hope in your word. There will be times when you long for God's deliverance and to preserve you, you have to use the word of God. You have to stand on his word. You have to know that all things are working together for your good. You have to know that he has a plan for your life. 
You have to know that you may not understand what's going on, but his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Learn to trust him. Then it says, my eyes fail looking for your promise. So he doesn't see it. But he says, when will you comfort me? Though I am like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not forget your decrees. How long must your servant wait? Will you punish my persecutors? The arrogant dig pits to trap me, contrary to your word. All your commands are trustworthy. Help me, for I am being persecuted without cause. They almost wiped me from the earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your unfailing love, preserve my life, that I may obey the statutes of your mouth. I've been there before. I've been there when it seems like people are always doing something. I've been there before when I really ask God, are you not going to punish them? Are you going to continue to let them triumph over me? What about me? What about your servant? I've been faithful. But even in the midst of that, our mind shouldn't change. Our mind shouldn't turn to walking away from his word. When the arrogant dig pits to trap you, when people talk about you, when people conspire against you, when people say you're not good enough or they don't believe in the purpose or the call that's on your life, continue to believe on God because his commands are trustworthy. We should know that when we're being persecuted without cause, when life doesn't seem fair, when the word says that they almost wiped me out from the earth, when they almost made you throw in a tile, when life pulled the rug from under your feet, let the word of God preserve you. Let the word of God keep you from withering away. Then it says in verse 89, your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth and it endures. Your laws endure to this day for all things serve you. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. There's been times that if I didn't have the word of God, I would have lost my mind. If I didn't have the word of God to stand on, I would have fell into a deeply backslidden space because I would have no I would have had no hope. But the word of God gives me faith. The word of God gives me hope. The word of God gives me power and it strengthens me. I would have surely perished if I did not delight in his word. Then it says in verse 93, I will never forget your precepts for by them you have preserved my life. Save me for I am yours. I have sought your precepts. The wicked are waiting to, to destroy me. But I will ponder on your statutes. To all perfection, I see a limit, but your commands are boundless. So even though he is ridden with anguish, his desire to please God never changed. He picked himself up in a godly way. He encouraged himself through the God that he serves. And we have to find healthy ways to encourage ourselves. And the most important and powerfulest way to encourage yourself is with the word of God. Get a scripture and have scriptural thinking. Allow the word of God to frame the way you think. Allow the word of God to encourage you. Allow the word of God to change your perspective. We may be hard pressed on every side, but if we have the right perspective, we'll know that we're not crushed. We may be perplexed, but with the right perspective, we won't be in despair. We may be persecuted, but with the right perspective, you'll know that you're not abandoned. 
You may be struck down, but with the right perspective, you'll know that you're not destroyed. So we can't lose heart, although outwardly we are wasting away, but inwardly we have to use the word of God to help us get the right perspective so that we'll be renewed day by day. Don't think woe is me. Don't think that you have been struck down. Don't think that you can't continue. Don't think you're by yourself and don't think you're weak. Train your mind to think that the Lord is your strength. The Lord is your rock and he's your fortress and he's your deliverer. Take refuge in him. He's a strong tower. He's your shield. The Lord is a very present help in the time of trouble. When you're in trouble, call on him and he'll answer you. And he'll take you under his wings of righteousness. He'll hold you, but believe on him to know that you're not by yourself. Remember that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. And I'm living that season right now. There's been times when I was crushed on every side, hard pressed on every side. But I kept going and I kept pushing. And months later, in the midst of a pandemic, I see the glory of God in every area of my life. And I bless him for that. And now I am encouraged to know that even though I was hard pressed or the next time I find myself being hard pressed, I can continue to believe God because of what I see right now. And I want to encourage you the same thing. If you are going through a season that's very rough, don't give up. Don't quit. Train yourself to use the word of God to strengthen you. Change your perspective in the midst of affliction. Don't let the affliction beat you. Don't let affliction take you out because you're more than a conqueror. You've already overcame the world because God did. You've already won. But if you don't have the right perspective, you will drift away. Our perspective is so powerful that it'll keep us anchored in the word of God. Anchored in his presence. Anchored in the midst of affliction. But remember, what good is an anchor if you don't use it? Tap in.